Hi everyone and welcome to the Private Practice with Soul podcast. This is the first podcast for counsellors that just don't align with the traditional approaches to business and that want to use their spiritual gifts, talents and interests to create, you guessed it, a private practice with soul. So look, leave it to me to provide you with everything you need, including strategies that you can use to increase your income, reduce your workload and of course increase inquiries and referrals to your beautiful soul-led private practice. I love it so much. If you haven't done it already, grab your journal, grab your pen and let's begin. Good morning, everybody. Happy Wednesday and welcome to another episode of the Private Practice with Soul podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Brooklyn Storm. Thank you, thank you, thank you for being here. And uh, thank you so much to everyone that's joined all of the communities, the Counselling Connect Australia group, the ACPPO, uh, the Private Practice Success Hub, the Private Practice Inner Circle. You know what? I'm about to go on leave to beautiful Dalesford. I can't wait. I'm going for a week. Um, and then we come back and everything kicks off for everybody. So from the 1st of July, Clients on Demand, uh, people get their content and then we start all the coaching calls on the next Monday. So I'm really, really, really excited. It's going to be a month of coaching calls um, and a little bit of one-to-one work. And I'm just so excited to get started. Like having had these three or four weeks just to welcome everybody into all of the groups and, you know, everybody's getting to know each other. I can't wait to, um, yeah, just take that next step. But anyway, yeah, and I'm so excited to go away, (laughs) as you know. So uh, what do I want to share? with you today okay what I want to share with you today is about cancellation fees because you know what I hear so often people feel really conflicted about their cancellation fees and I think sometimes in private practice this is to be expected right we don't always do it the you know in air quotes right way and is there a right way? And I think too, if you haven't been taught about, you know, the function of the fee and you don't have a process in place that aligns with you, um, then what happens is that fee becomes very, very messy. Um, so I want to sort that out for you because it's so important that you have the right processes in place. So yes, it's about the masculine energy, but then that's going to allow the feminine energy to come through and nurture relationships uh, throughout the invocation of those processes. Okay, so I guess first off, you need to, yeah, you're going to want a pen and paper for this. <laughs> if you don't have it already, get your private practice with soul journal out and your pen. Uh, the first thing is you need to have a cancellation policy. So if you don't have one, uh, you can go and purchase the essential forms in private practice kit. There's a policy in there. Um, and I guess once you have that cancellation policy in place, there are steps to take after that. But let's look at your policy first off. Now, I've seen some really, really beautiful policies and I've seen some policies that are just plain confusing. Um, And if they're confusing me, then, and I've got so much experience, um, then they're probably really confusing to your clients um, and to you, which is why they're perhaps not working. So let's sort it out. I know some people um, 
well, you want to have like for your cancellation policy, you want to have a timeline. So how much notice do you expect or would you like the person to give you before you charge the cancellation fee? Uh, mine's 72 hours, um, but it's different for everybody. Um some people do 48, some do 24. Um, it's totally up to you. It's got to feel aligned for you. Otherwise, you won't invoke it or apply it. So choose something that feels right for you and then put a process in place that also supports this. So for example, if you're going to have a 48-hour cancellation policy, you need to at least give the person 24 hours um, heads up to reschedule or to cancel without incurring a fee. So your reminder would need to go out 72 hours ahead of time. Okay. Um, so make sure that you've got those um, set up correctly. The other thing is get really clear on what your cancellation fee is. Is. Now, this is something that I think gets really, really confusing. I've seen some practices um, do things like, oh, well, it's 100% if it's this and it's 50% if it's that and it's 20% if it's that. And then if you're in this category, it's that. And, if the, and it's just a mess, right? No wonder you don't want to apply it. It's so confusing. Um, my sense is I don't understand the logic you know, of only charging 50% cancellation, um, especially if you're a practice that has a very short cancellation notice period. Like if you say, um, you know, cancelling within 24 hours before the appointment's going to result in a cancellation charge and then you charge them 50% of your session fee, I don't understand the reasoning behind that from a business perspective because um, from a business perspective, you still have to pay your overheads. Even if you're working from home, you have overheads. Um, you've still got to pay for your education, your insurance, your memberships, your, um, you know, all of the things. You've still got to, they don't have, I mean, the electricity company isn't going to say to you, oh, well, we'll reduce your um, rate for that hour because you weren't, no, you were still there. Um, and the other thing professionally is you still prepared for that client's session. You still went ahead and made that treatment plan. You still went ahead and reviewed the file the night before or the morning of. You still got ready. You know, you got up, you got dressed, you you were prepared. You checked your Zoom links were working or you made sure there were fresh flowers in reception, the kettle was on, whatever you do. You've still done all of that. And um, also from a business perspective, unless you have an active cancellation list, it's highly unlikely you'd be able to get anybody in to fill that spot. Okay, so it doesn't make any sense from a business perspective why you would charge that uh, less than 100%. I know everybody has very different views about this, but I just want to come uh, at this topic from a business mindset, which is very, very different to our therapy heads, right? A therapy mindset, which is all about, oh, we want this for the client and that for the client and da, 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 da. And yeah. So just step out of that for a moment and look at this from the business perspective, because you are running a business. If the business isn't meeting its financial obligations, then you're going to be out of business very soon and you won't be able to help anybody. So let's avoid that. So what I'm saying is that with the actual amount that you charge, this needs to 
um, be able to support your business moving forward. And of course, it needs to feel aligned for you. Otherwise, you won't do it. You won't apply it. You won't invoke it, right? If you get stuck knowing what figure or what amount you should be charging, maybe you really feel uncomfortable charging 100%, then my best advice would be speak to your accountant about what the business needs to be charging, not you. Separate yourself from the business. Ask your accountant. Um, you know, on average, I have three cancellations a week. That's costing me, you know, three cancellations a week at $150 a cancellation is about $500 a week, is about $2,000 a month, is about $24,000 a year. And I'm not charging any cancellation fees. Or, um, should I be charging the full or should I be charging half? Get get to know your numbers. Your accountant works for you, okay? There's not a hierarchy where they're better than us and all of this sort of jazz. No, don't be scared of having these conversations. The accountant works for you. So you contact your accountant and you say, from a business perspective, what does my what's it costing my business per year to not charge cancellation fee based on the number of cancellations I have on average. What would it cost my business if I charged this fee versus that fee versus that fee and get the right numbers to support your business? Because the other thing to, to be aware of is that sometimes as practitioners, you know, we love our clients so much and we have these deep relationships with them that sometimes looking at the business side of things, um, stuff comes up for us like, oh, this isn't fair on the client. We want to do the right thing by the client. Um, all of that sort of stuff. I was going to go somewhere with that, but I've just forgotten my point of view. I'll come back to it. Um, yep. So you have to understand from the business perspective as I said what what the numbers mean oh that's what I was going to say yeah we often put the clients before the business we think about their feelings getting a cancellation fee we feel about what's coming up for us charging the cancellation fee it brings up stuff for us about our sense of worth um, whether we really should charge one um, you know all of that um, and fear comes up too but here's the other thing having a cancellation fee in place allows you from a business perspective to do the other things that are necessary uh, in your business around supporting you as the therapist so that you can show up the best way for your clients. And by that, what I mean is a cancellation fee will ensure that you can better um, meet your own obligations as a practice owner to pay yourself to pay yourself work cover so that if you do need to take time off due to illness or something you're covered, um, pay your insurances, pay your maternity leave if, you know, or pay your paternity leave, pay for your sick leave, pay for your annual leave, pay for your holiday leave. I mean, we all have heard the stories of um, people, mostly women in private practice that, you know, feel like they can't take a day off because if they do, they wouldn't be income producing and they just can't afford it. So there are reasons why we have a cancellation fee in place from a business perspective. Um, 
the other thing too is we need to be really, really clear about, um, you know, your time. Your time is valuable. Uh, you know, for me, I do charge a hundred percent cancellation fee just because um, my client can't attend their session or they've chosen to cancel late because they're going on a holiday or you know someone's come to visit or something like that. Doesn't mean my time's only half as valuable and therefore I'm only going to charge them half of my fee. And I'm very, very clear about my fees in my onboarding. It's in my informed consent forms, it's in my policies, it's on the bottom of my footers, all of that sort of stuff. So you have to choose a fee that feels okay, understand what's behind the fee, not just from a therapy mindset that's very loving and nurturing and giving, but also from that masculine mindset that you need in place to support the business moving forward. Um, the other thing too is there's so much value in having a cancellation fee because it shows clients that well our time is valuable but that we respect our time we value our time and that can convey to them the importance of the session as well um, and also convey to them about the value of time uh, the other thing too is having a cancellation policy in place can really support clients in terms of accountability. I don't know about you with your practice, but I've certainly noticed um, when I have a cancellation fee in place, I'm attracting uh, you know different clients to my practice. Not everybody uh, wants to you know, sign up with me when they see, I'm talking about counselling counseling clients here, um, when they understand that the fee is going to be 100%, sure, not everybody's going to want to sign up, but the ones that do are fine with it. We also have um, procedures in place that are communicated clearly to counselling clients that say, you know, if you provide, you know, less than however many hours notice, this is the process. Um, this is how you're going to be charged. And I don't send invoices and hope and pray that they're going to be paid. Um, because in the past, I've done that and it didn't work. People just didn't pay. And then they disappeared and you get ghosted and then you've lost the money that you need to pay the rent that month. So now I have different policies in place where I get signed agreement, signed consent, signed authority from counselling clients to charge the card on file and then I send them a invoice for the cancellation and a receipt for the cancellation. And you know what? I haven't had any pushback with that. But it's because I'm confident using my um structures and procedures leaning into that masculine makes my feminine feel really really safe plus it's been communicated super clearly so there aren't any surprises for my clients that's going to work for some of you for some of you it won't and it still might feel a bit uncomfortable in which case what you might like to do is say to your clients listen this is my policy this is the fee. This is how that fee gets charged or, or processed. Um, however, as it's the first time that you've cancelled, um, I'm willing to waive it, but know that next time this happens, I won't be able to. So you have that option there as well. But I wouldn't advertise that. Otherwise, um, you know, it, I would keep that private, something to you because I want you to feel like um, there's a, a sense of giving and, and taking, giving and receiving there, okay? Um, and it should always be your decision what you're going to charge when, where and how. I think um, 
you know, another thing to do is if you have um, a wishy-washy approach to your cancellation fees, you're going to have problems uh, applying it down the track because, you know, you can't just say to some clients, don't bother about it, but make other clients do it because that's obviously that's not ethical and it's not equitable and um, we want to make sure that what we're doing is fair for everybody Um, but also uh, we want to discuss cancellation fees with clients after they've cancelled a session so when they book in for the next one I want to touch base with them uh, and just go over that cancellation fee. Ask them, you know, if you are unaware why they cancelled, you know, support them in looking at, you know, how they could handle things differently moving forward. Um, Do you know what I mean? Like have the discussion and identify supports that can be put in place to minimise them cancelling sessions uh, where appropriate. Okay, I know there are always going to be, you know, times where there's been emergencies and things like that. And I'm not saying charge, I'm saying have a policy that you feel very, very comfortable with. But please look at it from the perspective of the business. Do talk to your accountant in terms of the numbers that you need to be charging and why. Um, And then look at, you know, how are you going to apply this moving forward and stick to it. You know, I think boundaries are really, really great. You know, there are so many professions that have cancellation fees. And as counselling practitioners, we're also a profession. Um, And I think if you feel comfortable with your policy, it's going to be a no-brainer for you to communicate that to your clients and to actually apply it when the time comes. If you feel uncomfortable about your fee, then that tells me that maybe there's something going on there with beliefs and values. And that might be a conversation to have either with your supervisor or mentor or private practice coach or even your accountant. Um, You know, we need to make sure that your mindset is really clear and it's going to support you in creating this beautiful, solid private practice. Now, if you want help with any of the mindset stuff, you can absolutely get that um, in the inner circle. We have two coaching calls a month there um, or even in the private practice success hub, we have a coaching call once a month there. Um, And then in other news, I just wanted to share with you too, uh, this month. This month's training has gone up in the Success Hub. So if you're a member of the Success Hub, jump into your portal. You can grab the June training. Uh, This month's training was on case notes and it includes uh, a few little goodies for you there as well. Um, You will have access to that for a little while and then it goes into the Inner Circle and Inner Circle have lifetime access to that training. So if you want to grab it, um, as I said, just jump in there now. If you're not in the Inner Circle, or the Success Hub and you want to start um, participating, there's still time for you to join. Um, Just send me a DM on Instagram and I can absolutely send you some information so you can see if it's going to be the right thing for you. Otherwise, I hope this was a really helpful, practical episode. Uh, Money in private practice 
is important from the business perspective uh, and it's also important that our beliefs and our values are in alignment so if you need help reach out in any of our groups um, you know we've got such supportive communities I'm sure other members will be able to give you guidance or thoughts or insights as well thank you very much for listening to the podcast today everyone have a lovely day bye I hope that you loved this episode as much as I loved putting it together for you. To get more resources to help you in your private practice, head over to Instagram. My handle is at the private practice coach. And also, if you want more inquiries and referrals for your business, let me know. I have a program called Clients on Demand that opens every quarter, and I can absolutely get you some information for that as well. You are doing an amazing job. Thank you for sharing your gifts with the world. Bye.